This is a Four Sevens Network podcast. Foursevens.com. The Sniffer. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I completely, I was already up and saying, okay, now we're going to have to eat. It's time to eat. No, we have to do another sniffer. Goddamn <laughs> sniffer. No, no. Sniffer. We love doing the sniffer. Mm-hmm. We do. <laughs> What's that? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. Speaking of eating. Speaking of eating, yes. Well, I think as you know, because I quite consistently mention how fat children are getting, but mm-hmm. here we have some more really scary statistics. The number of obese children aged 6 to 11 in America has more than doubled, and the number of obese adolescents aged 12 to 19 has more than tripled in the last 30 years. Yes. In the last 30 years? Yes. Yeah. I would blame TV, you know, in part. TV or and then, jumbo size fast food, fast food, jumbo size food. Yeah, that's true. But I think it's people just kids just don't go outside anymore because they're playing yeah. video games. So this company has come up. It's called Step to Play, mm-hmm. and it's a British step exercise machine that links directly to the PlayStation's controller. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're gonna play. To juice it up to get the controller going, you have to really paddle. And as long as you keep paddling, you can keep playing. That's your game. hilarious. And then if you stop paddling, yeah. your PlayStation stops. Well, I thought that that was pretty neat, though. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. good way, you know, but yeah, it's still, if there's something to be said about going outside, children. But well, they're afraid of predators getting them. So. Well, see, this is the thing, right? Like that. Are you afraid of predators? Per, for me? Yeah. For me? No. Yeah. In I know my people. Own life? No. Were you worried about predators as a child? Well, I think, you know, that's that old question, right? Were we just naive back then or have things got dangerous or are we a paranoid culture or whatever? But what struck me about that is I think it is a really cool thing that they're doing. And going, I imagine these poor kids who just want to play a video game. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but, you know, what occurred to me is that, remember we, ages ago we talked about that book, uh, The Last Child in the Woods, about yeah. nature deficit disorder and how kids are not getting out in nature anymore. And I did have an opportunity to talk to a prophet Oise about this recently too, and about the real problems of kids not getting out and being alone in nature. So it is, yeah, sure. There's there's obesity and kids should get exercise, but there is something to be said for the role of unstructured play and being in nature as a way that you develop, you know, not only your um, physical self, but your imagination. imagination. And, you know, the lost child in the woods makes the point about the connection between the development of spirituality and that time that you spend in nature. And Did I ever tell you about the time that I was out in nature? It was in a uh, barn, and an abandoned barn, and I yes. jumped out of the haymow and broke my foot. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else was jumping into this pile of hay, and I overshot it. Oh! <laughs> had to ride. It was a long way, and I had to ride my bike back with one foot. See, this is what kids need to be doing. Breaking their foot. Yeah. You need to no. be dodging predators and jumping out of haymows. That's how you but that's develop thing, important right? life like, skills. Kids, adults are working long hours. Nobody's going to do what we did when we were kids, which is you know just leave their kids to wander around all day completely unsupervised. Nobody does that anymore. But there is, uh, you know, I think definitely a downside to that. Too. You probably get arrested now. That's probably why parents don't do it. Oh, and they had one other thing as well on this site that I saw. It was also gym kids, fun and fitness clubs for fat kids. 
Oh. Yeah, they have made these little miniature treadmills, air walkers, and rowing machines, and cycling machines, like kid size, to try and encourage kids to work out and get more exercise. Mm-hmm. Now, they've had to be really careful because you can't have kids lifting weights because it would, you know, they won't grow properly. Yeah. Like, they're not meant to have huge <laughs> biceps when they're like <laughs> 10. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, and but isn't that kind of what the Wii is all about, right? The the Wii. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're back to wireless that. console <laughs> and Wii again. You think you invented the Wii? <laughs> Wouldn't you guys think the store had invented the Wii? <laughs> Wii Wii. <laughs> but it is. That's true, though. I think I, I doubt that. That's the reason that they made. Did they say that that's why they made it so you no, can no, move no, it around? No, no. But I think it is. It is a an interesting extension of that kind of idea. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, so the um, run, kids, run. This step to play costs 115 pounds. It's mm. available in Britain. They're more worried about their fat kids than they are over here. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. So now, what do you have? Well, it's kind of related to that. That whole idea of uh, being in nature and the real and the virtual and so on. Uber designer Bruce Mao and uh, architect David Rockwell have a new book out called Spectacle. It's another one of these big, fat, juicy books. And it's basically documenting real-time, real-space events that are, you know, larger than life, right? Like the the Hajj Mm -hmm. or things like that. I think they have actually, I think they have one from Holi, you know, where people throw colored, uh, powdered paint. It's a Hindu Mm -hmm, thing. mm -hmm. It's huge, huge, real-world, real-space events. I know I've sort of touched on this before, but I actually really do think that the real world is ready to make a comeback. People are missing. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> no, I think that people, we've talked about this before, about, you know, the return of clubs and people getting together to knit and stuff like that. And also think about events like, you know, Les Nuits Blanches that happened in Toronto, the online that art event. Cool popularity of sort of big day of the dead events, Halloween parades, flash mobs, street festivals, art events that go on in real time. I think there's a real craving. Your point taken from before about how we want to share and how the online world gives us some great tools to do that. But I think that there is kind of a bit of a backlash of people really wanting to be in real space with other people. I don't know. I drove, I was going to the Drake to go and see one of the art, the taffy. Yes, the art fair. Yeah, and I drove by one of those knitting clubs. Mm-hmm. And those women, girls look so stupid <laughs> in their knitting. And it was like, what the fuck is that supposed to be? And, I, and it just took a second, I thought, oh, that's one of Nora's knitting clubs. Oh my God. I don't belong to a knitting club, just yeah. so we're clear. Why are you sniffing my water? You think the water? It smells like popcorn, this water. There's nothing. Smell it. I've been drinking it. It's fine. It's fine, Nora. Drink Doesn't the water. Smell like popcorn tea, though. No, drink the water, Nora. There's nothing wrong <laughs> with it. <laughs> <laughs> and you could drink the water and go to your knitting club. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think you're right. I think there's an appetite. I think there's, in particular, there's an appetite in cities where people realize, why am I living in a city, city. if I'm, you know, to connect yeah. with people who live in a remote location. No, it's true. And going to Taffy, and actually we spent the whole weekend out, and it was great to actually mm-hmm. be surrounded by a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And to go, and it was all art stuff. Now, would you buy this? <laughs> this is called the Fly Bar 1200. <laughs> It's the ultimate, I don't know, remember we were talking about the kite tube and that was suddenly yanked off the market because people were like taking off, they were yes. being dragged behind boats this summer and then they were taking it's off the kite tube. Thing that they yeah, and then they were like, people were, I don't think anybody died, but I think there were some significant injuries. Mm. Well, anyway, this guy, he's a, a world-class skateboarder, has invented this pogo stick. <laughs> 
that will take you five feet airborne. Or if you're really good, you have to be, they say you have to be a professional athlete of not professional, but you have to be in kind of good shape. And you can get the thing bouncing, and it's got like these super elastics, 12 elastics in it, and it'll go, bam! Can you imagine like going like five feet into your real life experiences, Nora? When you go, here comes Nora, bam! From knitting club to knitting club on her Foco stick. I don't know, it could be. So you have to do it outdoors, otherwise it would be like, you know, well, yeah, it would bang hurt. on the ceiling, the floor yeah, bouncing it, it, back and forth. It would be kind of painful, yeah. <laughs> but it is is—it it is like a trampoline, you know how high you can go on a trampoline? Yeah. It's a lot of the same logistics. It sounds like it might be kind of dangerous. Though. Well, I don't know. This is what I thought. It could be the next scooter. It could be something that's really popular. Or it could be something that you heard on the sniffer and then was yanked <laughs> after some people were killed. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, no, and it said, yeah, it says here, the fit, coordinated humans can jump higher than five feet, and people have been known to get nearly eight feet of air using the aircraft-grade aluminum flybar. Christmas. I'll take one of those for Christmas, what Nora. if you don't land, like, perpendicular? Like, couldn't you just go up eight feet, and then, you know, <laughs> the, you sort of tilt over and land on your ass? <gasps> oh, well. <laughs> okay, talk to you soon. Bye.